Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Well, greetings, Grapple fans, and welcome to the first part of a, a two-part WrestleMania special uh, Pro Wrestling Index here on the Anfield Index podcast channel. So tonight, um, today, whenever you may be listening to this, uh, but it's night as we record it, uh, we're going to, the first part is myself and the irrepressible Guy Drinkle. We are going to quite briefly recap the whole kind of WrestleMania weekend all the way from uh, Hall of Fame through NXT TakeOver, Mania itself, Raw, SmackDown, and a little bit of a look ahead to next week with the whole Superstar Shake-Up thing. So, you know, there's there's about something like, you know, 36 hours of wrestling over five days. So we're going to go briefly over the whole thing, um, just give our kind of thoughts, um, ups, downs, and all arounds and all the rest of that. And then on the uh, the second part, is going to be a little bit more in-depth, and uh, Mo Chatra is going to give you your full analysis match-by-match uh, match of TakeOver and Mania, uh, let you know how he scored things and uh, all the, the ups and the downs from the technical standpoint, that, um, that specialist knowledge that Mo Chatra himself brings. So uh, anyway, on with tonight, and as I said, yes, I am of course joined Straight out of the Guy Rilla position. I haven't said that one for a while. It's the one and only Guy Drinkle. Howdy, Guy. Oh, uh, how are you doing, Andy? How are you uh, doing? I, I'm, I'm somewhat fatigued by watching <laughs> so much wrestling in the space of five days. Um, I'm not sure I'm quite as fatigued as the crowd was by the end of Mania, though. Oh, God, no. Uh, it, it's... It's it's next levels that I mean they're probably more tired than the performers themselves. <laughs> it's, uh, it's a bit of a mad oh. one. Oh, we'll, I know we'll, we'll get through to that, but wow, whoa! I can't recall um, a mania crowd crapping on a on a main event in quite that way. You know, the ending of, of WrestleMania being on such a low like that. But that was that was pretty bad, wasn't it? Well, I said it in the preview, didn't we? I mean, we get flashbacks of uh, Goldberg versus uh, Brock the first time around. I think yeah. I actually mentioned that match in the preview, but it was, it, I don't think it was that hostile. But <laughs> no. it was, if, if it went a bit longer, it may have bloody done. <laughs> but that's the thing, that, that you know, um, Goldberg and, and, um, and Brock Lesnar from, you know, God, whatever, 12 years ago, whatever it was, at least that one was, you know, sort of midway through the card in the mm, night, so true. to speak. It wasn't the the thing that you <laughs> you close with. Oh, jeez, jeez. Oh, anyway, we'll get like you said. We'll, you know, we're going to get to that bit. First of all, um, the Hall of Fame. Then, I mean, you know, the, there's there's all the you know, arguments as to what you know what what is really Hall of Fame worthy careers, and you know who should be in, who shouldn't be in, and all. Being it and all the rest of that. Um, I tell you what, highlights for me, Dudley Boys, not just their, not the, just their acceptance speech, which was great. It was everything that I want the Hall of Fame to be, you know, a mixture of them kind of stepping out of character, being themselves, entertaining the crowd, uh, some stories from on the road, but also their induction speech from Edge and Christian. A bit of humour in there. It was... It was a lot of fun. I really, really enjoyed that part of it. Um, what about you guys? Did you catch much of the 
the Hall of Fame, or did you not really bother? Um, I didn't watch the entire thing. Uh, well, I didn't watch any of it on purpose, um, to be honest. As I, as I said last week, it, it, it's not really my cup of tea, and I only really knew, like, well, I only grew up watching, like, a couple of them, so I wasn't that bothered. Um, but just going off the highlights, they obviously showed up Mania. Um, Mark Henry got his purple jacket out. That's all That's all I needed from that weekend. Oh, yeah, yeah, the big pink jacket. Yes, that's all I needed. And his son yeah. dressed exactly the same as him. That was that was pretty awesome actually. His son was quite a character. That that was that that was fun. I tell you what, Mark Henry's speech was really kind of heartfelt and it really hit the spot. Um, it came across really well. Uh, another one was that was really good was uh, was Jeff Jarrett. His his was a good speech. Um, you know, again, what I'd want for me, what I I want the the Hall of Fame to be about. You know, a mixture of them sharing. You know, personal things, the the career, some shout outs, but also some st- you know stories from on the road, uh, and you know he he gave a few Owen Hart stories, which were just brilliant, and, and and it's like, well, you know, that for me is what it should be about, and some of it, oh my word, it was just it just putting me to sleep. It really, really was putting me to sleep. So. I mean, the Hall of Fame, this is the thing, right? The Hall of Fame actually went on longer than NXT TakeOver. So, oh, God. Exactly. That's, that's mad, isn't it? And that includes a, the, the, the uh, what they call it, the pre-show thing they have before it as well. Is The, re- the red carpet. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, as in, as in like, the, the main the Hall NXT. of Fame ceremony mm. more than was longer than NXT TakeOver and... The, the takeover pre-show so it's like jesus that is that's it that really it's a big ask it really got to be a big ask yeah i mean but, you can accept a bad match but to have four hours of people talking jesus <laughs> especially when half of it was pretty damn boring but yeah. uh you know anyway so we mentioned takeover the good <sighs> stuff oh geez how it, you know it's weird isn't it it's because it's like how often we've talked, you know, we've spoken about the NXT TakeOver shows being so good. And even when you look at the, the card on paper and it perhaps doesn't look too brilliant, but it manages to over deliver and still be brilliant. We looked at that card on paper and thought, this is going to be good. Yet still, somehow it still manages to over deliver. I mean, what is it with NXT TakeOver shows that are just, ridiculously good and and like you say they just over deliver every single time it's incredible ah uh, well all you can put it down to is it's the people behind the scenes are doing it perfectly and also the actual the actual wrestlers they they have the free they have a certain level of freedom to perform whereas if you look on the main card they're obviously more, I don't want to, well, probably indoctrinated is probably the right word, they're indoctrinated into a WWE style and stuff like that and they have certain time commitments and stuff like that and it, it, it's all very much scripted and stuff like that, I know people say yeah. it's scripted but you can, you can see in the matches that in NXT there's so there seems to be so much more freedom mm. and I know the time com- we say time commitment there, we've only got nine hours oh, <laughs> yeah from... <laughs> Well, you think you see NXT? There's it, it was like I think it was three and a half hours, and then a bit more with the with the with the uh, pre-show. Yeah. But so much more happened on NXT than WrestleMania, didn't it? Yeah. But the thing is, did you come away from NXT Takeover thinking I want more, or or it, you know what I mean? You come away from it thinking I want more, whereas from from any of the normal pay-per-view you know the the main roster pay-per-views i know mm-hmm. many of it i know many is a hell of a lot longer but mm-hmm. they're, they're sort of like are typically typically around that three hours yeah, yeah, yeah. do you come out of that three hours thinking oh i want more or do you think oh god that's done <laughs> thank god that's done some of it well we'll put it this way with nxt i stayed up uh all through the night and i was pretty buzzed to like five in the morning like fucking pumped after watching that main event and i'll <laughs> probably talk about the match WrestleMania, I fell asleep, like bang on. Uh, it, I was, I was gone. I, I, I turned the telly off, turned my Xbox off, which I was streaming it on, straight to, straight to bed. 
NXT, I was literally walking around the house at five in the morning, just going, wow, that was fucking awesome. <laughs> it was. It was, or wasn't it? I mean, yeah. I'd, I, I've got to admit, I didn't watch it live. I watched it the next morning. And it was it was just incredible. It was fantastic. And it's just, and that's the thing, isn't it? Said that there's just, they always seem to come up with something to take things further. I mean, even like, you know, the tag titles. Mm. We'll start, actually start off with that ladder match. Ah, Jesus. Like, how good was that ladder match? That, that not like, I've got to say, not necessarily the greatest that I've ever seen, but it's right up there and it was just so much fun to watch. Thing, thing is, it, it, it's so unique. I mean, you say it's it not the best ladder match and stuff like that. Obviously, like TLC 1 and 2 from back in the day is obviously up there in terms of that style of match. This must be one of the most unique ones. You got fucking Killian Dane, who's fucking huge, performing like a goddamn cruiserweight. You got Lars Sullivan, who's a machine, and then you've got just every well, Ricochet. It's the first time I've seen him. Fuck me, he's mental. <laughs> it, it just, um, yeah, it just had definitely. Such, it just had such a unique blend compared to what. You normally have in a WWE ladder match, normally you have one big man, well, it's normally Kane or Big Show, let's be honest, where they're much loved and stuff like that, and legends, but they're limited in what they can do, especially in the last 10, 15 years. Uh, but now, just looking at the NXT roster, it, you're not limited by what you can do. I mean, we, we've seen like Luke Harper and stuff like that be be a bit more jumpy about for a for a super for a heavyweight, but Killian Dane took it to the takes it to the next fucking level, doesn't he? Yeah, uh, and it, it it's so unique compared to some ladder matches we've seen, and um, yeah, it, it just it just was perfect. It it really was perfect, and even everyone I've, played a role. Yeah, and I've got to say, even storyline wise, because I must admit, I thought they would, you know go straight for the cocky heel EC3, put the title on him and really push him that way. But having Adam Cole win the title, when you get to what happens later with the tag team titles, mm-hmm. it's like storyline-wise, that makes perfect sense as well. You know, what they've done, it all makes per, you know perfect storyline sense. And it's like, you know, simple logic. Who'd have thought that would be successful? Well... On our preview, I don't. It, it, well, looking back now, looking at it now, all of it's just so simple. Like, okay, Roderick Strong, he has history. It makes sense. But you just look at it, and like I was watching it, I was like, oh yeah, that, that's pretty much perfect. That that pretty much perfect. But if you imagine if that was main roster, you'd probably have like, I don't know. <laughs> Kyle O'Reilly portraying Adam Cole or some shit, wouldn't you? It's, um, but no, NXT, NXT is just perfect. I mean, you've got a, you've got a whatever we're going to call it, a pay per view, whatever we're going to call it. It has storylines intertwined in matches on the same pay per view. Never mind weekly shows. Yeah. The storylines progressing in the pay per view itself. Yeah. It. it it, it was just it was just brilliant and um, yeah I know we're not going to go through match through match but no we, but that, we, that's we, surprise yeah, yeah, yeah if we, that's surprise though Roderick Strong yeah you know if, what he, that that I love the way that that got the crowd you know that talk, like whoa and, and you were that was one of them mops like whoa <laughs> and then and then afterwards it's like you I, I love the way as well that they look surprised you mm-hmm. know that they sold it as they were surprised you know that this was actually a snap decision and then you think in terms of logic okay at some point he's thought you know what the hell i want to be a champion with these you, you know he's made the decision and it makes sense that it's a snap decision not like oh this was the plan all along that's why we were beating the crap out of each other for 20 minutes yeah you know what i mean it was and it you could see their look on their faces like, whoa, cool. We've, you know, that's it. And it was, I just, little things like that. I just, I thought that was really good. I enjoyed that. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, Adam Cole winning and then pretty much being out of the tag team match. It was like, oh, well, this is going as we thought um, Pete Dunne and um, Roderick, Roddy's going to win. But no, the turn was just brilliant. It was just brilliant. And you know what it does? It creates... A new ground for NXT. We're going to create a, a power stable. I mean, we've seen 
three-man groups as tag team champions, but we've never seen one that has three titles, as in tag yeah. team champions and the singles one. So I, I can't think of a it's a yeah, it, NXT champion with a stable behind him. And now yeah. it it just creates a new a new uh, dynamic for NXT. Mm. Yeah, it, that's it. It's, it's a different direction. It also create again. It creates new rivalries and new storylines and something else to come off it. And then, well, if they develop the, with Pete Dunn, imagine what they can do with the British. See, oh, well, I th- these are things. What Pete Dunn is just phenomenal. He yeah. really is. Uh, and and I think they know. I think they know just how good he is and and what he's got in him. The crowd really really taken to him and they recognize it he's he is something special and so i mean i think the title as most of us expected yeah we, we expected alistair black to win the title and that mm-hmm. was a great match um i actually think there's a bit more to come from them too which is which is not a bad thing i, I like the story they told again but as you mentioned you know i i, I said didn't i in the preview that I thought that the title, you know, being traditional, everything, the title would be what closes the show because that's often the case with NXT. Bloody but instead, wasn't. well, this is the thing, yeah, and and this is this is the thing with them is they they went against that, they went with a non-sanctioned match to finish the show, and I, you know what, it was absolutely the right decision because the crowd was so into it, the whole story, it was just. It was brilliant, absolutely. And the way that they closed that match out, I mean, them sat there, you know, next to each other, the way that they did that, just like, ugh. you know, and, and even even the commentators being in on that as well, you know, that taking it back to the Cruiserweight Classic, to what happened, it was, it, it was, oh, you know, that storytelling at its best, it was, it was poetry, it was amazing. And I guess that's, you know, that ending the show, watching that is why you walking around your house at five in the morning buzzing. Fuck it, yeah, exactly, exactly. I mean, I'm kind of, I'm looking forward to speaking to more, like in detail about this <laughs> match. But it, well, what I think I said on the preview, uh, if it, if it's anywhere near Almas and Gargano, it, it's gonna be, it's gonna be the match of the year contender. But it's literally just gone and took the piss out of that match and topped it. Mm. I know people. I know people probably have different opinions on that, and some maybe wrestling purists will think um, Gargano and Almas was better. But this was just an absolute war combined with phenomenal wrestling, phenomenal spots. Yeah, it, it, hard for me to to be honest. I'd it's say hard, hard to for compare. me to, yeah. to to pick pick between them because they're both brilliant. Well, we know a match of the. We know a match of the year is going to be on NXT this year in terms of WWE. So, <laughs> so yeah. yeah, if if anything tops that on the main card, fuck me. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that that main event, it it was special. It was absolutely special. It, I, if any, if anyone has a word of criticism about that, they're, they're a twat. I'll, <laughs> I'll say it to the first, they're a twat. Um, yeah, it, it was, was perfect. It was. It was brilliant, and it was just. I think it just personified sort of NXT and the takeovers and just how good they are and the crowd as well. Really that, that, hot. That, that is that what crowd. wrestling's about. That is yeah. what wrestling is about. Yeah. That atmosphere was brilliant. Everything. It was just, you know, if if you ever go to to the States for WrestleMania for that whole thing, it's almost like, yeah, I've got, you know, we're going Fuck to receive that. WrestleMania. Fuck that. It's like, hang on. To watch NXT. Um, <laughs> the NXT takeover is the, the, the one that I want. <laughs> Gotta make sure we've got to see that show because it's, it, you know, death, what's it to say? You know, death and taxes, the only thing guaranteed. Well, there's, another, there's a third thing guaranteed now. NXT takeover is going to be the show of the weekend. Oh, 100%. 100%. I mean,. <laughs> If you if you pay if you pay I imagine it'd be hundreds of pounds to get to America, and you just went to go watch WrestleMania, you'd come home kind of pissed. But if you went to NXT as well, you'd be like, yeah, I watched half a good WrestleMania, and NXT was fucking phenomenal. It's worth my money. <laughs> well, that, that I mean, let, let's get to it then, because mm-hmm. you know, I, there's no two ways about it. If you didn't rate NXT Takeover show. Don't know what's wrong with you. 
<laughs> basically you need to you need sort of help um it that was that over delivered and we've been saying on the preview show you know this wrestlemania card promises you know potentially it promises to potentially be one of the best wrestlemanias ever because certainly in ring wise it was stacked and it was like so if nxt takeover over delivered you think coming out of it that Mania under-delivered? Yeah. I think WrestleMania is like anti-NXT. I know NXT just had a stacked card and it was bloody brilliant, but we say when NXT has a limited card, it uh, over-delivers. When WrestleMania has a really good card, it tends to be shit. <laughs> That's what this was. I know people think I'm probably being harsh, but half, well, probably more than half the matches were pretty crap. I know there were some cool moments and stuff like that, but mm. it, just the way, just the second half of the show, or maybe the last third of the show, it just killed it. It killed any of the good parts of WrestleMania. I know, Ron, I know we'll go through some of the big moments, but like you had Ronda, you had Brian, and you had the positive start with the two first matches. Um, that That's going to that's get overshadowed again by um, Nakamura and AJ not not being what anyone hoped it'd be. Um, mm. Braun Strowman... Ta- oh, fucking hell. Braun fucking Strowman. Uh, Braun Strowman tag teaming with a kid. That sounded weird. Teaming with a kid. Um... <laughs> that sounded weird. <laughs> <laughs> um, we it, don't want to go there. No, we do it, not want to go there. It's half past no. midnight where we, whilst we're recording this. <laughs> um, and we touched on the main event at the start, didn't we? That, that was just fucking shockingly bad. Um, yeah. That, that's the thing. See, I, I, while I was watching, I watched the pre-show, the Mania pre-show, watched that live. I watched the first two hours of Mania live. I wasn't intending to watch that much of it, mm-hmm. but I was kind of enjoying it. I think it was it was quite good up to that point. It kept and then awake, it just, it? yeah, and then it was just kind of running out of steam to the, and I I don't know. I, I said to you, I, th- I think the crowd were just physically tired. They were they were losing their energy, and it was almost like the show was losing its energy. And 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 in the end, it just kind of became disappointing, really. And that was the thing: is so many of the matches where we expected so much ended up being pretty disappointing. And it and it's and that's not you know that whole sort of oh the internet wrestling community been hmm. bitching that it was we had really high hopes and maybe mm. our hopes were too high because it did feel like it's just pretty disappointing well this wrestlemania had actually a good build i mean the undertaker stuff could go either way no yeah uh, yeah. Uh, yeah yeah but you had brock looking like an absolute animal and most people expected roman um, to outdo that that beast no he he, he literally just took the piss um, you had Nakamura AJ Styles, which did its best in in a SmackDown situation, which is uh, we've criticised so many times on on this pod. Uh, they did the best in that. The, it, we were just like, cause it was that kind of neutral. Both of them faces. We were expecting a wrestling clinic, and pff, it, it, no, it, it just really wasn't. And no, the, it, it, I think it, most people's worry of that of the WrestleMania card. Was Ronda Rousey versus Stephanie McMahon? That 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 was my main worry going into that show. That um, that them two would get too much ring time, and it'd kind of highlight um, Ronda being green and Stephanie being what she is. Like she wrestles once every decade or something, or every five <laughs> years. Um, and well. <sighs> I know. We'll, I know. I'll do the the proper analysis. Yeah, tomorrow, I know. But, that's it. Yeah, you don't know yeah, a bit by. But, but, but Ronda, got, Ronda Rousey. Right? Yeah, take a bow. My Jesus! My God, Jesus! She was so quick. She was so quick, so fluid. It was incredible, and and they protected her well in that she got fleeting moments. But what she did, she did so so well and so impressively, and it was like that match was so much better than I expected it to be. Mm-hmm. And I think some people have perhaps got a bit carried away with how good they, you know, actually say it was. I didn't think it was great. I thought it was a good match. 
and it was certainly a lot better than I expected. It, and then it, it probably better match. than it it was expected. Probably better than it had any right to be. But I thought, to be honest, I watching it, I thought this is going on too long because the stuff with Angle and and Triple H was just going on too long. And and I'm sorry, I saw I remember Pete Kurt Angle. You know the phenomenal. Mm. brilliant Kurt Angle. It's a bit sad, isn't it? This, yeah, this is broken down Kurt Angle. And he can barely walk. He can't stand up properly. You know, it's like, this is not a Kurt Angle I want to see in the ring anymore. I really don't want to see this. So I thought it went on too long. And for me, the the extra time, you know, that that should have been chopped by five minutes and then give that five minutes to Asker and Charlotte because mm, that match was brilliant. Yeah, that yeah, match it really was brilliant. Was. It really but needed. Was. I just wanted another five minutes of of it. That's how good it was. I just wanted another five minutes. Yeah, yeah, that that was brilliant. I mean, we talked last week about the women's revolution needing that one one on one match. That was uh, awesome, and that really was. I mean, I I have my uh, question marks over the over the person who won. Um, mm-hmm. I'll, I'll explain them to uh, in the next show uh, a bit more, but yeah, I, I think we saw on SmackDown as well kind of the reason why Charlotte made yeah. Um Obviously, Carmella cashing in. Um, yeah. It, if, if she if she broke the streak on Asuka, I mean, people would have literally just stopped watching. <laughs> yeah, I suppose there is that, but then... That's not, I don't that's, know. Not good enough, yeah. that's not a good enough excuse, is yeah, it? Yeah, I don't yeah. know. I don't, yeah. There's, I guess there's pros and cons. There's no sort of perfect scenario. But, mm-hmm. I mean, it, like you say, you know, with how long WrestleMania was. I mean, it was over five hours, could the main show. Some, it could have cut. Yeah, it was over five hours. Yeah, could, could and two hours. Yeah. yeah, and a two-hour pre-show. And you, and you think, you know, them, them battle royals, they were dreadful. <laughs> They were absolutely dreadful. Uh, the cruiserweight match that was pretty good. Nice back, moment back the in Edwards. there. Yeah, well, this is a thing as well. Yeah, why the hell would you would you cut halfway through a match to to promote um you know matches on a show that we're already watching? It's like <laughs> really. I'm you watching, know, I'm watching the, the WWE Network just for the pre-show. <laughs> yeah, just, just what the, pre-show. the hell? <laughs> Not but the, oh, yeah, but it's. I mean, what what do you reckon? You know, in in terms of the the, the match that really got you off off your seat the most? Because for me, probably the the opening match. It's got to be between mm. between that and Asuka Charlotte. I thought because the, the that that triple threat for the Intercontinental title that was that was so good. Yeah, I think that was the perfect opener. Really. Um, yeah. I would have said I would have said Asuka Charlotte, but as I said, I I have a bit of I'm a bit arsy with who won, and as you said, it, it felt a bit short. Um, so I, I'd, I'd probably pick I'd probably pick Ronda myself. I, I don't think it was it, just just for the surprise factor more than anything because I thought it'd be like very scripted and stuff. But it it was I thought it was pretty damn good, and um, it may have it may have went a bit longer, but compared to the card after that <laughs> um it it was the real highlight for me so i'll, I'll go I'll, i'd say that just off a pure surprise factor but the first two matches the ic title and the smackdown women's title were probably the best wrestling match but just for surprise mm. factor i'd pick ronda oh and by the way I, I would also like to claim some kudos on um my prediction for the whole john cena undertaker thing true because I was pretty damn close, actually. <laughs> I I called I called the pre-show bit. <laughs> oh well, that was see that was a thing as well, and the reason why I was I was so I could kind of see it happening, you know, when when we recorded the the pod previewing it, you know, what they were going to do, I could see it happening. You know, and it was you know get the attention. John Cena's in there, all this, and oh, this will be quirky. This is a different way to do things, and yeah, it is. But what we feared would happen if they did that is exactly what happened, wasn't it? You know, we had we we had like I don't know about fifty cutaways to John Cena sat at ringside. There's God knows how many fans kept coming down for selfies. Commentators kept talking about him, and it's like there's matches going on in the ring. 
You you also had him interrupting what probably one of the biggest woman wrestling moments. Yeah. Ever. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> that that run to the back. Yeah, which is now a famous <laughs> meme, obviously. <laughs> yeah. uh, it was I mean, it was funny, but I felt it was a bit. It was just a bit weird that you've had yeah. this historic moment and it's like saying as a like okay. <laughs> well, I mean, <laughs> people because he was drinking. He was legit drinking beer there as well. So <laughs> well, I said, I mean, my my call was that. The ref had gone over into him and said, um, you know, he, he said, let me know when Jinder Mahal match is coming on. And so the ref come over and said, oh, you know, John, uh, the Jinder Mahal match is next. So I was like, I've, I've had this. three, I've had four beers. I'm busting for a piss. <laughs> uh, I ain't waiting in no cues with all the plebs. I'm running up the ramp and then I'm going to the st- Go to the stall there. Jeez. You, just re- you just reminded me Jinder Mahal won the US title. <laughs> that Fuck was me. bad. That that was that was a pretty awful. That was the piss break match, though, wasn't it? Ah, oh, well, I I was hoping Rusev would win, and uh nah, nah. I'm, st- nah. I'm still taking that middle finger at the face right now. Well, SmackDown fucking double middle finger. <laughs> they're they're burying him. If he's on his quite, way quite, out, they're quite burying literally him. Now, quite literally yeah, now yeah. that he's in a casket match with fucking yeah. Undertaker. <laughs> the the Undertaker can can have the final thing of literally burying him. Yeah. Yeah. Oh man, it was and that on that Taker Cena match. Oh my god, that was dreadful. That was absolutely dreadful. It really was. Now, well, the boy, right. If we avoid talking about the match and just talk about Elias being fucking brilliant, <laughs> that was funny. But all, the only thing I'm gonna I want to talk about in terms of that Cena Taker thing is, is is I want to ask you actually is, I think what we're gonna get from this is it's setting up a rematch at WrestleMania next year, mm-hmm. and that is gonna be Undertaker going out because he always always said he wants to go out on his back, so. That'll be Undertaker ending his career, losing to John Cena. That's my guess. What do you Ooh. reckon? It's the losing to John. I know he just fucking just steamrolled him, but I I don't think John Cena's the right one to end his career. To be honest, it whether it's right or wrong. Yeah, I, I, do you I, think that's yeah. going to happen? I can see the rematch. I'm not sure if John Cena would win though. That's my only. I can definitely see the rematch. It's. Um, I don't think you can create the emotion that the only comparable ones really is Shawn Michaels and Ric Flair, isn't it? I don't think you can recreate that uh, at the moment. I think it's it's a weird one. <laughs> you could have recreated that with obviously Shawn and Triple H, but John Cena or Undertaker don't really have a link, whereas HBK and Ric Flair mm. kind of did. So I don't think there is a link there, if you get what I mean. Yeah. I get, and the other one, I guess, is what was your favourite chant from the uh, from the crowd during the the main event? Oh God, fucking probably this is boring during the main event. <laughs> what about the you know the 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 normal this this is awesome? They turned it into this is awful. Yeah, I was quite impressed actually. They, they, at least they showed a bit of energy during the the main event, you know, to vent their spleen. Oh, but nothing gets a crowd up like a shit <clears> match. Well, just like. How many how many moves were in that match? Because my Three. my guess is, I, I'm yeah I'm going to say less than six. All off the top of my head, we Oof. had um, F5. release German F five yes release German sumer yeah release German belly to belly suplex. Brock did a knee to the face. Yeah, not really a move. It's just a strike, isn't it? Then yeah. there's um, two. the the Superman punch, the spear. Um, that's it. He cocked his fist, if that counts as a move. <laughs> 20 minutes of five moves. It was, man, it was just like... It was it was awful, wasn't it, really? Let's be honest. It was awful. It, and the thing is, as well, is like... I found it curious the way that, you know, that... it. You know the show normally ends, and then you get all the little cutaway segments and all you know the VT package and all that. Then they went back to ringside, and you had Roman Reigns there. I found that a bit curious. Do you, do you think that maybe, just maybe, we might get something happening with Roman Reigns, a change in direction? 
Um, the weird thing is I don't. I think you obviously saw um, Joe, Joe come out on Raw, and well, Joe's fucking. He, he's probably one of the best characters on 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 yeah. TV, and he's injured half the time, and he's still that fucking good. <laughs> he, he, uh, his yeah, his promo was brilliant, wasn't it? Yeah. Um. So I think that's seemingly where they're going to go with Roman. Um. It's just that fucking Saudi Arabia thing. So it's so close to Mania. You can mm. you can see them, be, well, let's be honest, being bribed into ruining Mania to have a big moment in Saudi Arabia. And you can see Rome, Reigns going over, uh, finally beating Brock over there in a cage match, um, which would suck uh, so much. Yeah, I can't, I can't see them t- changing the title, but I don't know. Not there. I don't know. I might be wrong. You well, used to be bang on. Well, back, backlash is now. It's obviously all of them are core pay per views, aren't they? So you can carry yeah. you can carry um, pay per views with the WWE title, can't you? And seemingly, mm. and seemingly that's going to be AJ Styles, Brian, and Nakamura. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. So Brock Lesnar can have even less matches. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> his his new contract must literally be WrestleMania and SummerSlam. <laughs> <laughs> Universal Championship. Yeah. Uh, that universe includes UFC. oh man it was and i this is a thing i suppose with with mania that it's it is kind of like a two half show isn't it you know the first half is is good and then the second half is like forgettable a big piss break yeah and what what about the daniel bryan stuff then i did uh, i forgot about that because um, that, I, I got to tell you, weird. the the crowd, the crowd for that was probably the last thing the crowd were really, really up for, mm-hmm. and and that was like the last bit of energy they had went because that was spectacular, wasn't it? Seeing him. Yeah, I don't think they needed the injury angle at the start, did they? I mean, the more they use that apron power bomb, the the less it's going to be because people mm. seem to be coming back from that quicker than ever. Yeah, that's that's very <laughs> true. Originally, it put Sami Zayn out for weeks, and now people are coming back in a match. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's uh, it's it's kind of killing that. Um, but yeah, as soon as that happened, you knew Prime was going to win. Um, yeah, it it got it got it, it got Sami and um, Kevin Heat that. Shane hasn't been able to get um, the stuff where it was two on one with Shane. It it was just very bland and shit that we've seen for ages, hasn't it? Um, but as soon as Brian came in the ring, there was a certain explosion of of uh, interest, wasn't there? And, mm. and that's what we were hoping. But I, I mean, I thought maybe they'd swerve us somehow and get KO and Sammy winning. But the swerve seemed to be on Raw, where they they just kind of rocked up, didn't they? Um, yeah, and then, no, and then no, we've got we, nothing from that either. No, no. Yeah, save it for the draft, won't it? Um, but no, it was nice to see Brian. It was it was one of the feel-good moments, wasn't it? Yeah. Uh, one final thing on the Mania thing. Now, we mentioned briefly that uh, <coughs> the, the AJ Styles-Nakamura, the match itself, um, it wasn't... I don't think it was like a really bad match. Just It was just... It was. It, yeah, it was disappointing for them. And especially having watched what they've done before in in Japan, this was so different. It was a lot slower. But afterwards, in context, you can kind of go, okay, this is that was really just the beginning of a story, which you can kind of take as okay. You could have done but, that three months ago. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's yeah. I, I don't know. It's, yeah. Again, it's, it's, it's just it's disappointing, Russell, isn't it? Yeah, it's using WrestleMania to to develop the story when WrestleMania is meant to be the end of the story. Um, mm. I mean, they'll probably end up main event in Backlash and it'll be a fucking five-star match <laughs> where it, it's not going to get the interest of, of the globe and then when WrestleMania rocks up next year, they'll be, oh, like Nakamura is that shit guy from last year who did nothing, whereas although his WWE run's not been great and... Uh, I've 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 not watched any of his New Japan stuff, but you can see, even from just his NXT days, that Nakamura is a fucking obviously an awesome worker. But he's not shown it on WWE. Whereas, if he did it at WrestleMania, he would have kind of announced himself on on that stage. But if he does it at Backlash, he'll just get the people who already know he's good, saying that he's good. <laughs> so it, it, it's kind of annoying. 
Yeah, it was disappointing. I mean, <clears throat> I'm not sure quite where they're going to go in terms of uh, uh, Kevin Owens, Sami Zayn. Uh, whether the, the, you can see them too asking for the release at some point. <clears throat> the money that they can make on the independent circuit and the way that they've been used quite sort of disappointingly on, on SmackDown for for a while now. But um, you know, you mentioned the Ron Raw. What, what did you make of the Raw after Mania? I mean, I tell you one thing I really disliked, and that was at the beginning of Raw and SmackDown was that whole. Um, oh, you know when uh, it's the the roar after Mania and SmackDown after Mania, the crowd are here. It's a very international thing. They're having fun. They boo who they normally cheer, <laughs> and they would cheer who they'd normally boo. And it's like, no, no, why no. do they do that? No, they boo Roman Reigns. Every must be a week. lot of Europeans going around the country. <laughs> yeah. it's like, oh, yeah, <clears throat> it, it's just getting a bit stupid. Um, commentary like that um just well just to mention commentary i know he's not everyone's cup of tea but this weekend showed to me how much a good commentator can add to a card mauro ronaldo however you pronounce his name he added so much to nxt Mm. whereas if you listen to the wrestlemania commentary you had coach who's terrible he's probably better than booker t just because he's not mental yeah yeah it's still not saying much yeah, it's still awful. I mean, Michael called Michael called um, Corey Michael... Graves. Corey Graves. Corey Graves. Uh, yeah, Corey it, Graves it needs is, an excitement. is brilliant. Yeah, yeah. It needs it needs that level of excitement. Um, and here's Marlon one Ronaldo for you. Does that on his own? Yeah. Go on. Then. Sorry, sorry to interrupt there. Yeah, no problem. Here's one for you then. You know, like you said, Mario Ronaldo was brilliant and, he, and he's so passionate. Um, Michael Cole. Am I the only one who was listening to him, th- hearing some of the things he's saying, like? Um, I don't know. As always, like losing, losing the passion for for doing what he's doing. I, I don't know. You, you know, some of it is like, oh, really? You, you know, it sounds as though he almost like doesn't care anymore. He, he he obviously does care, but I mean, he's probably been on mic now for what twenty years? No, he's probably been in the WWE that long, but he's probably yeah, been on yeah. comms for all of the two thousands. Yeah, probably about that's 15 a years. Ta- that's yeah. a long time. To have Vince shouting in your ear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, there the were those rumours um, last year that he was going to take like a backseat role and train people, but it does need freshening up. And I know Mauro obviously had the, the shit with JBL and stuff. Obviously, JBL's now gone. But if he, if they can get him on on raw maybe maybe the week to week stuff is maybe too much for some people but if they mm. can get him on pay, say just pay-per-views or something he adds so much to the to the occasion mm. like if he was on the wrestlemania card imagine what he'd do for that for that john cena segment he'd be going fucking mental and it was a shit segment <laughs> it was. but with just him yeah. there i'd be like well this is fucking awesome <laughs> yeah Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great 
great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. What, what, about, what about the debuts on Raw then? Um, Ember Moon's it was it was a bit weird, um, Naya getting her in because it kind of overshadow, overshadowed the new Raw champ. But um, yeah, Ember Moon going on Raw, I think it's the right decision. Um, I I think I, well, it's weird with the draft. I think they'll try and keep Ember and Asuka away from here from from each other. Um, cause that kind of makes sense. Mm, we've got the whole shakeup thing next week, though, yeah, haven't we? So yeah, exactly. Yeah. <clears throat> which we we will briefly mentioned before we go but what about the authors of pain then because i've got to say i was slightly disappointed i thought you know the word the way that they did it that segment was a bit silly you know the way that how all of a sudden you know rhino and and he slater wanted to you know have an open challenge i thought it would have been made more sense for they were like um you know the fourth team in the tournament or something like that it would have been good for them to go against a proper tag team as well. I'm not yeah. saying like go steamroll the revival or the club. I mean, the fucking WWE's been doing much of that anyway. Mm. Yeah, that's <laughs> uh, true. But say if they came out just as just as a team, didn't do this open challenge shit because Heath Slater and Rhino obviously went SmackDown split. They had a nice popular run, but nowadays not. Did, no. No. No, 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 that that yeah, that that gimmick wore off a long time yeah. ago. But, I mean. but yeah, but say if that was just, say if it was just a normal bracket, a bit of a crap team came out and then they came out, just steamrolled them. It, it would have been it would have been better. But the, the weird thing for me was them turning the back on Paul Ellering. I'm mean, I'm not sure. Maybe Paul Ellering just doesn't want to do the main main. Yeah, I, I'm guessing. Yeah, I'm guessing that he doesn't want to do all that traveling and. You know, he his role was to help help them, mm-hmm. and he's he's done it. in the he's NXT. Yeah, he's certainly yeah. done that, and, and in a in a way for me that kind of makes sense. And it'd be kind of good if we see him turn up back at NXT with another team, because then that sets the storyline, doesn't it, for them to another team to come up. Absolutely, Absolutely. So, even if it's just a singles competitor, because I imagine yeah. there's plenty of NXT talent who need a voice. Uh, yeah. Need, just a presence uh, yeah. at times. So, yeah, I think he still has a job in WWE. It, it, yeah. But I'm, I'm not surprised he doesn't want to do the full schedule. I'm, mm. I'm not sure. He was a manager in WCW, wasn't he? Or something yeah, like that? He, was, he was briefly in WWE a long time ago as well mm-hmm. with with the um, the Road Warriors Legion of Doom. Right. But, um, I, I mean, you know, it's it good that the AOP come up. The, the tag division needs it after it got absolutely, absolutely. buried by, you know, Braun. Braun Strowman just destroying them all on his you know, own. That, and that then... would have been that would have been cool if he if they battered Braun. Yeah, well that's what that's what I thought that would have been the best thing myself. You know, and the kid runs from the ring, you know, frightened. <laughs> and, and how do you but that gets <laughs> and they yeah they bat him. You know that is them straight away. They're over his heels. Mm-hmm. So instead, you know, we we have this you know was it a ten year old kid whatever and it's like. I thought I just thought that was it, it. Might be a nice thing to do for that kid, you know, for what whatever reason. I, I think it was a Make a Wish child, which it was, which is a really nice thing. But you know, the, it, really, you know, I don't know. It's just uh, there's, ma- there's Make a Wish, then yeah, that, and then there's just <laughs> you know, there's just annihilating your own tag team division, and and mm-hmm. you know, not helping you getting your your entire product over, but. Oh well. Um, what about Paige announcing her retirement then? Because there had been murmurings of it before, and so that's it's official now. Well, what do you make of that one? Yeah, it was kind of lost in the event, wasn't it? It wasn't as powerful as say Edge's um, so many years ago, where it was coming out. Mm. It was like, oh god, that's, that's devastating. I think the fact that we knew Paige had this potential career-ending injury. Um, We've kind of knew it for months now, haven't we? Uh, yeah. Oh so it yeah. Kind of, it kind of it took away the the power behind. Yeah, it. Yeah. Yeah. I guess it wasn't as much of a surprise. I mean. Yeah. Well, yeah it's, edge, it's a, edge just worked the night yeah, before. Yeah. 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 
that's it. And you were like, whoa. Yeah, and the it whole is sad. Thing, it is sad, though. Yeah, the same with the Daniel Bryan one as well. I think it's, it is a real shame. I mean, she's still only very young. You know, she's only in her mm. mid-20s. You know, come from British wrestling, and and we, you know, when she first came through, she was so aggressive, and it was like, oh, you know, it was it was really good to have a British wrestler doing so well, and look so promising. But yeah, she had a, obviously off, you know, behind the scenes issues, uh, and then injuries, and then and she's come back, yeah, yeah, and that whole absolution thing. Uh, the the problem I've had is. I think she's kind of missed the point slightly when she's been doing the promos is, mm-hmm. you know, really was to use her prominence to really get them over. And and I think she kind of missed the point. So I'm hoping, you know, she was announced as the new general manager for SmackDown. I'm hoping that, she, you know, she does get that and, and works on that. And then she can, you know, develop her, her role and, and her career and, and, you know, see that as, the opportunity to start, you know, putting the other people over, you know what I mean? Rather, uh, I don't want to, I don't sound too harsh. It was just, it, it's a weird thing for me. Cause I mean, I'm, I'm obviously a big fan of page, um, mm. as well. Um, but I do think the build up since her injury, she has been missed on raw. Um, like obviously, uh, you, you've kind of had, um, Alexa Bliss dominate and stuff like that, but it, it it needed another heel, and I think Paige was that. Whereas Mandy Rose and Sonya Deville, I think they have I think they have a decent levels of potential, but I don't I don't think they're ready for mic work and stuff like that. Whereas Paige, albeit she is getting more Americanized, if that if that's a word, um, and it's not it's not the same as when she debuted, um, but she is obviously more. Um, mic ready or she, well, she is quite good on the mic. Let's be honest, she is mm. she's better than them and I think it could have worked long term but now with, with Paige kind of just stood on the outside it looked kind of weird um, yeah. yeah as Smackdown GM I think I think they're gonna obviously she's probably under contract for so many years so it's a good way of using her but also it's probably the first GM Smack, Smackdown GM since Vicky Guerrero and Stephanie McMahon um, so it'll be quite interesting seeing a, a, a young woman uh, and GM and see how her character develops but also more, more importantly I don't ever want to see that trailer of her again that ruined, that ruined <laughs> yeah, oh yeah that trailer oh my I know it word for word <laughs> yeah I know it word for word yeah gotta uh, stick that son of a bitch sideways yeah yeah <laughs> find Mary Poppins yeah oh, fucking hell yeah but yeah, I, I'm kind of ha- happy she, yeah I'm happy she's got she's still got a role on, uh, on a, a big role, actually. Mm. So I'm, I'm interested to see how that goes. So what about the other debut? I mean, we had No Way Jose debut oh, yeah. with the conga line. Um, not asked. Yeah, that, see how long that lasts. Because that worked so well for Adam Rose, didn't it? Having a group of yeah. people coming out and was like, oh, no, why are you doing that? Why are you doing that? It didn't work on NXT. No, the um, dancing thing. No. no, I mean there was a. I think there was a little bit where he had. A, I think it may. I can't remember who it was with. It was either Baron Corbin or um. Oh, who's the who's the cruiserweight who left? Uh, oh, uh, Austin Aries. Austin Aries. It might have yeah, been yeah. him. It might have been him feuding feuding with him, and it, he kind of ditched the gimpy party gimmick. Um, and it yeah, that, to that, get that's, a bit I, that's that's a good point. Yeah, he he. He did the dancing, but he did it during. He didn't do it as much on the entrance, and it was more in parts of, you know, parts of his match. He would do little bits here and there, and he was more aggressive. And it was like that kind of worked, and it seemed to connect with the crowd more mm-hmm. than than doing like a, your a gimmick conga, is you conga line yeah you do a conga and you dance, and it's like, yeah. is that the gimmick you're going to give think, him? Because oh. you look at him. And you could see why Vince would like him. He's a mm. big bastard, isn't he? Um, yeah, oh, he's got talent and everything yeah. as well. He's got he's got um, charisma. He's got it's definitely there. It's just like they they need to hone it a bit more. So, but I don't. I mean, he's. I'm, the, I'm just the, not that ass. Cause, well, he hasn't. I don't think he's, I've mid, seen, he's not been on a takeover no. event. I mean, he's he's, he's a mid like four or five. Yeah, he's unlikely to be anything more than a mid carder. Um. What about the iconic duo debuting on SmackDown? 
Um, yeah, it, it, it's it was a weird one. I, I thought them talking, it it felt a bit cringy to me. But the the crowd seemed to be kind of getting into it. Um, so that it may have just been me with that one. But I I like I like them beating down Charlotte and stuff like that. It, it worked. It showed the the aggressive side rather than being a, another lay cool kind of fucking thing. Well, it, and it also it had an impact on on mm. on the title and what's happened. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, they've came in and they've impacted it more than the Riot Squad within three seconds. <laughs> uh, that's a good way <laughs> of putting it. And and they're clearly not. They're clearly more ready than um, Sarah Logan and Liv Morgan. I remember the name this time. <laughs> yes, um, that's a plus point. <laughs> so they're clearly more ready than that. Um, and it, again, it adds another dynamic where you've kind of got a tag team in the, well, not a tag team, but a group, a little friendship group in the uh, in the women's division that people may actually care about. Um, but no, they've already, they've already impacted it more than the Riot Squad and probably absolutely. Yeah, let's be honest. That's it. Yeah, because they set up the cash in, Carmella cashing in. I mean, mm-hmm. good thing, bad thing. I think that I think. It may have been Nathan who put in the group. They're kind of just running out of time with it, aren't they? Because I think money in yeah. the bank is <clears throat> I think normally it, summer I think time, only, isn't it? Yeah, I think she'll only have it a couple of months. Um, as long as she I think she'll lose it a backlash, yeah. to be honest. Yeah, as long as she stops screeching. That screeching went through me. Oh, it, my it's God. painful, isn't it? Yeah, that, that, was, that, that was physically torturous. So she's got to stop the screeching. She needs to change her ring gear as well. I need to bring fucking Ellsworth back. She needs to go back to the ring gear she had before because this new one looks. It does look a bit. Weird. It's horrific. Yeah, it's horrific. Yeah, but. Um, and Ellsworth. And what else was a SmackDown wise? As a buyer, won it. <laughs> it was pretty non-eventful um, again. You, well, you got Randy Orton number one contender for his title, which he already had a rematch yeah. for. Which... <laughs> As I said, as I said, that's the second middle <laughs> finger about Rusev. If you found anybody in the WrestleMania audience that actually cared about that match, you'd probably <sighs> find even less that care about it now. Oh, I, I think they're just trying to ruin Randy Orton's legacy just by making him more boring every every week. It's um, it's Randy Orton. Yeah, it's fucking. <laughs> Yeah, oh, just, just yeah, turn it, heel for fuck's sake. Yeah, just do something. Jesus, yeah. but yeah, the the main event was good, and I, I you, I don't think you've seen it yet, have you? Uh, yeah. But yeah, I've, I've seen, not intently, but I have. Yeah. I've seen yeah. parts of it, so it it was a good match, and as you can imagine, um, Nakamura heel heel turned is is very much dead set, and albeit yeah. the match at Mania was shit, or not shit, but were let down. Um, that's probably a better way when it was a letdown, but the heel turn is very much interesting. Oh yes, I think I think SmackDown it developed it quite well. Obviously, Brian, just he's well, he's the most popular guy going, isn't he? Yeah, but <laughs> the thing is, I think I think Nakamura as a heel, I think is going to be enormous fun. <laughs> so that's what SmackDown was missing as well. It didn't have yeah. it didn't have a top end heel. Um, obviously, had Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn, but. <laughs> they're quite light, <laughs> so it, it didn't yeah, really work. Yeah. Whereas Kevin Owens is, wasn't, yeah. yeah, Kevin Owens wasn't allowed to be Kevin Owens NXT heel. What, what the Kevin the Kevin Owens just before he lost the fucking Universal Title? <laughs> yeah, well, the, 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 the Kevin Owens in NXT. Yeah, he was. He was obnoxious and and aggressive, and the nasty f- and vindictive, and made people guy. boo him. Yes, I hope he ends up back money. on Raw. And, if he ends up back on Raw, and that. That comes back. It'll be it'll be brilliant. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Nakamura. Um, I'm surprised how how naturally he is looking as a heel, and I think, well, I'm not sure if it's just a Vince More, thing, not not like well, Japanese people, but he seems to be quite natural at it. <laughs> well, Moore will probably be able to tell you better, but if I'm pretty yeah. sure that he was he he was he had a he had a good heel run in Japan. Mm-hmm. So I think he is is quite a natural thing for him and his character to to be quite heelish. So yeah, the the only thing I'll, I'll say is, you, you know, that there's a certain excitement about seeing a, a certain matchup 
for the first time and you can only get the first time once and that's it now there'll never ever be daniel bryan vaj styles for the first time yeah and especially with a dodgy finish yeah so it's like you give that away for free you just like you know no no promotion no nothing it was just free on tv and and then you did that finish and it's like you know the imagine the anticipation if you told people that you know that's going to be the main event of SummerSlam. Also, <laughs> well, well, a main event at an event with three, four weeks to build and not get them in the ring together before it. Imagine the anticipation people will get to then watch a match. But hey ho, hey ho. Right then, <laughs> final thing before we go. Superstar shakeup, or yeah, the whole fiddling draft. about with the draft, <laughs> the Raw, draft lights, yeah, thingy. <laughs> What 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 are you expecting? Do you do you think there's going to be a lot of changes, or maybe it's just sort of half a dozen here and there? I think they're going to try and fix the mid card on SmackDown because it really needs it. Because um, well, they fucking reignited the best feud of last year, haven't they? With Jinder Mahal versus fucking Randy Orton. So after that, yeah, definitely they wouldn't uh, reignite that. Fucking hell. A fucking wizard wouldn't reignite that shit. Um, it, it it needs fixing because, well, if if Rusev is rumored to be leaving and stuff like that, he's the only one who's over. Um, and adding like Ty Dillinger or someone who's <laughs> in the background of SmackDown into that, it, it's not it's not going to work. So, I think you may need some more. would probably go straight in the main event at SmackDown. Some maybe. Maybe he might do, but he's obviously got that thing with Reigns. Um, I could see Finn going. Um, maybe I think Baron Corbin going to Raw makes sense because he's kind of lost on SmackDown. Um, but yeah, I think I think some of the mid card talent. Um, I'm trying to think of names. It's just weird because there's, there's planned events in Saudi Arabia. And crap yeah, like that I, I, that's. A, I think we pretty much forget that that. That yeah. event, because that's kind of... I think that's going to be a bit of a throwaway be, event, isn't it? It's not going to be canon, is it? No. As, as so. I say. so I think I think, I think think Finn going to SmackDown makes sense. I think the rumours were Seth Rollins, but I think Finn going would make sense. Mm. Um, I'd love to see Joe on SmackDown. Um, but I think he has a big place on Raw. I think there might be a big surprise or something. Maybe Braun going to SmackDown. I know he's got really over on Raw and stuff like that, but... He's, his only natural feud now is Reigns again, and we've seen that. So maybe yeah. going to SmackDown would be kind of a fresh start for him where he can just be a, a proper babyface. Mm, I don't know. It's, it's hard to pick, isn't it? Because yeah. just worry. The only thing think, I'd worry about anyone going to SmackDown is the booking is, the booking <laughs> is horrific. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, they've really been, they've just, you know. Even people who are white hot, they're really, you know, sort of cooling them down and destroying other people. Oh, they'll they'll it's be getting just, beaten by Jinder Mahal. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's such a shame. There's, there's so much talent on that roster, and it's been so badly used and so badly scripted. So, what about Daniel Bryan? Do you reckon we might even see him go to Raw? You know, for to to then we've got the whole Miz thing again. You know, because Daniel Bryan's been on SmackDown for a while. I know he's been the the as the GM, yeah. as the GM, but you know that completely changes the face of things, doesn't it? I'm just trying to think who they could trade for. Because <laughs> if if Bryan goes Bala? there, is that big? Is that big enough? I know Bala's popular with smart fans and stuff like that, but Bryan's Bryan. There's, there's, mm. there's nothing. Well, there's nobody else is 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 the yeah. pure. Maybe Brian, maybe Brian for Braun. That might make sense to a certain mm-hmm. degree because you've got you've got Brian types on SmackDown, the kind of smaller guy. AJ and Brian are kind of comparable, aren't they? Whereas they don't have a an athletic big guy. I mean, Corbin, whatever you want to say, bit boring. Um, whereas I think yeah, Brian for Braun. That'll probably be my my early shout. Oh, well, be interesting to see what happens and see how many move-arounds they are and whatnot. And like you say, you know, we will 
discuss all of that mm-hmm. on, on next week's show. Yeah. Uh, once we we know all the facts and <laughs> who's gone where and why falls, and they might well have a, a God knows no no in WWE they, they probably won't do it all on TV. There'll be some of it done on something on stupid or yeah. Some so they'll find some stupid way of doing it. You expecting uh, uh, many call-ups, Andy? You kind of skipped NXT a bit there. I've, Almas is the only I, one jumping I, out at me. Yeah, I think Almas is the only one that I'd probably expect at this point because we've had a few debuts. Um, it's it's difficult. Uh, probably Sanity. I think that would be another one. Maybe Sanity and Almas, and then we get mm. Nikki Cross as part of that as well, and mm. that helps beef things up a little bit. So. Other Smackdown. than that, SmackDown needs a call up, doesn't it? Yeah, because obviously they didn't have one. I yeah. Don't think. So, other other than yeah, the, uh, Peyton Royce and Billy Kay, yeah. So it's, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I think yeah, Sanity and Almas is the only ones that really jump out. Oh, Sanity um, versus the Bludgeon Brothers would be fucking fun. <laughs> oh fuck. my god. Yeah, it's it's. It's yeah, it's hard to see much more than that because we've already had the debuts of mm-hmm. a few. So, and you don't want to sort of plunder NXT too much because it's just kind of getting into a rhythm. So, yeah, and re-establishing some names to get them hot and then bring them up, and you know, over the coming months. So, yeah, it should be interesting. But uh, like you say, we we'll, we will go through all of that next week once we uh, once we know exactly what's happening. Uh, and as we said as well, um, you know, this is just part one. This is our kind of gloss over the whole weekend, the whole five days. And there was an awful lot, uh, I mean, I know exaggerated, but they're probably using excess of 20 hours uh, of TV over five days. So that's an awful lot to take in. So, yeah, we've somehow condensed it into about an hour. So we've glossed through the whole thing. But, uh, Guy, you're going to be back with, with more part two to, like we said, to break down. Uh, the two cards and um, let more give the analysis of uh, of the of the matches. Oh, I I'll be stepping in the horse and chair and I'll get to relive relive the boring half of it again. <laughs> <laughs> See, you hopefully, w- hopefully we'll just do thirty minutes on NXT. Yeah, you you are the glue that joins these two shows together. There we go. <laughs> so that's it from part one. Uh, you know, like we say, we will be back for for part two for the analysis, and then next week we're gonna uh, we're, we're gonna delve into all of the superstar shakeup. So uh, thanks, uh, thanks to guys always. Uh, thanks to all of you for listening in. Uh, make sure you tune in for part two. Uh, catch us on Twitter at pw underscore index as well if you so wish to uh, be in contact with us. But for now, from part one until part two and until next week, from me, Andy Wells, here at the Pro Wrestling Index, it's bye-bye now. It's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no brainer. Use the stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.